everybody this is your boy king legend 757 welcome to an amazing amazing interview that i'm about to have right now with the one and only lee vasi in the building okay listen this person right here is super talented singer songwriter um has been in the entertainment business her whole life okay and so that means there's a lot to talk about a lot of experience that she has and a lot of wisdom as well um, but just based on her experience. So without further ado, thank you so much for coming through to King Legend Talks. How are you oh, doing gosh. today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Magnificent. It's 2024. Right. How has your year been so far? I mean, you got some Ooh. hit singles that just went to the stratosphere. So yeah. how are you doing right now? 2024, man, has been such a huge blessing. Very, very unexpected Um respond to the music that I started putting out at the top of the year. Uh, but it's been really great. It's been really great. I've been introduced to so many people um, literally in like the last month. Um, so so my life has changed pretty drastically this year, but it's been it's been a huge blessing, just really a lot of fun to be experiencing. Wow. Well, definitely congrats so far on Thank all you. of the success you had just in the first two months of 2024. No telling what's going to happen by December. Um, right. right now, you're really walking in your purpose. Mm -hmm. But it took you a minute to get here yeah. when you think about it. Because you started out so young in yeah. the entertainment <laughs> business. And people looking at you today that don't know your actual past may not even right. understand that, yes, I might be, look young, but I've been in this business for a while. Yeah. Like, I'm seasoned yeah. in this. So... Um, to kind of get people caught up on speed, can you give us a quick rundown on just your childhood, your upbringing? Everybody knows you have so very supportive parents. That's no secret, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and just kind of get people acquainted with your past so far. Sure. So um, I'm originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, my mom is from New York. My dad is from, was born in Mississippi, but um, grew up in North Carolina. So I always had that influence of like North South um, growing up. And so my mom um, being from New York was the one who exposed us to our local theater um, downtown in North Carolina. And so that's really where the first kind of seeds were planted for me to even be thinking about entertainment. It was really a hobby for me that I would do with my sibling. Uh, my brother actually would get me ready for auditions and for rehearsals and stuff. Uh, he's older. I'm the youngest of three. Um, and so we would do theater together. And then uh, one day my brother was looking for auditions for himself for Broadway shows and um, found one for The Lion King on Broadway and convinced my parents to take me. And uh, he had so much faith in me and was like, don't take her if you're not ready to move to New York because she's going to get it. Mm -hmm. And then I got it. I did an open call um, here in Atlanta. Um, so Atlanta has always been weaved um, in and out of my story. So yes. um, it's actually really cool that I ended up living here. But um, I didn't have an agent or anything at the time. So it was an open call. It was, I auditioned with two, over 200 other girls um, and I got it. And uh, we moved to New York. And that was really when I first started to think about uh, entertainment as something as more than just a hobby. Um, because I was exposed to the possibility of it actually being a career in a way that I could, you know, really live my life. 
Um, so I was doing the whole like auditioning for uh, commercials, doing modeling stuff. I was and at that point I did get agent uh, at agents of representation. Um, but then I moved home after I did the Lion King. I moved back to Fayetteville. Um, but I started songwriting while I was at the Lion King. I was really interested in um, like guitar at that time. So I wrote my first song when I was ten. Um, backstage at the Lion King. I was about to and say. Inspired by writers like Neo um, and Mariah Carey. I was like obsessed with them uh, at that point in my life. And I knew that they were both songwriters. So that's how I got into it. Um, fast forward years, uh, you know, later I'm a teenager and now I start coming down to Atlanta to um, work on music. I decided that that was really where I wanted to focus in on. Um, and I was doing bilingual, like pop armor. Um, and then fast forward a few more years, I went to college and was studying music production, music theory, music business, journalism, uh, when I was in college. And then, um, when I was in college, I decided to transfer within that time, American Idol reached out to me. Uh, I did American Idol and then I moved to Atlanta after that. And I'm, I'm breezing through this. Yeah. But, um, moved for Atlanta after that and really started kind of hustling out here as a songwriter um, just to meet people. I moved to Atlanta completely like fresh. I really didn't know anybody out here. Um, and that's how I really started to find friends and find a circle with songwriting. Um, and then the pandemic happened. And again, I was still in the secular space. Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic happened. Everybody's world got flipped upside down and I was not excluded from that. Right. And, um, I ended up moving back to Fayetteville at that time because I really needed to recalibrate. My mental health was bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I went back home and really, I didn't do any music for over two years. Like I thought that I was wrong about doing entertainment. Um, at that time, I really spent time reconnecting with um, the Lord and watching sermons and reading my Bible um, and really surrendered at that point. I was like, you know what, God, whatever you want for my life, that's what I want for my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that I was, I thought the music and entertainment was not a part of that um, uh, equation. And um, so then top of last year, I moved back to Atlanta and um, I asked God, I said, wow, God, like we're really about to move back. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are, what are we doing? What do right. And I so loudly heard him say music. And um, I have never heard God's voice that loud or clear in my life. And it stunned me. And um, when I moved back, everything just kind of fell into place. I got exposed to all the really amazing things that are happening in the Christian hip hop space. Um, Atlanta has a really, really thriving um, community in CHH. And um, yeah, like I said, I hadn't written songs. I hadn't even listened to music. I was, I was kind of really out of it, kind of right. detoxing mm -hmm. for, for two years. And um, I wrote my first songs in my first Christian R&B songs um, last year, starting probably like April. Mm -hmm. And then um, I started releasing them in September. So, and now we're here. Wow. Forward, but... <laughs> Listen, y'all, she gave y'all the quick rundown of her journey. And I love the way she did that because now that that's off the way, we can <laughs> really, really talk about the experiences that she really uh, been through, you know, um, specifically like maybe your mental state when you were going through all of these changes and this roller coaster in your yeah. life, um, I think it's important for people to understand that you had Christian roots. Yeah. Um, you know, you went to a Christian school. Um, you you went to public school. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting because with you being in the entertainment business as a child, how do you even balance all of that? Like, just. <laughs> 
I mean, one of the things that stood out to me the most about the story when I heard it about you was the fact that you were still going to school and your parents were taking you to like the studio. As yeah. long as you kept your grades up, you were, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that experience like for you? Yeah. Um, so I went to public school um, for most of my life. The only time I did, I was in a Christian school was when I was in the Lion King. Mm -hmm. um, and it was private and they would really work with my schedule a lot, especially because um, doing the Lion King, we had shows, we had matinee shows on Wednesday. So I would have to leave school every Wednesday early. Um, but my parents didn't play like about education. Uh, my parents were very disciplined. Um, and, uh, that, that went beyond the line team throughout, um, all the times that I was in high school and traveling for auditions and traveling back and forth, you know, to Atlanta, um, school was still number one. Like they were not stage parents. They were not, you know, looking for me, you know, uh, uh, to, to provide for the family. It was like, you are still a child mm -hmm. and, um, you need to get your education and take it seriously. And so, um, I, I think that. It just, it, was, it wasn't something that I really had to think about um, because that was just what it was, right? Like, it was like, this is the reality of like how I'm growing up. So like, this is just what it's gotta be. Right. And I had immense respect for my parents. Um, and and um, I think that we were able to find a good balance of like keeping me a child, even though I was in a lot of adult spaces. Um, that was something that growing up was probably the biggest challenge, like the schoolwork and everything else. Like that was the easy part for me. I think the the most interesting dynamic to kind of balance was how much time I was spending with adults working right. and then going to school and being with my peers and figuring out how to kind of navigate that dynamic. Yeah. Um, but I think that overall, it was really just a blessing. It really set me up to be really disciplined um, and and really value uh, time management. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so like now in retrospect, when you can look back on your life, Mm -hmm. um, and you've probably had multiple conversations with other individuals that probably said, man, I wish my parents were that supportive, this, that, mm -hmm. and the third. Um, does that create a little disconnect from you, uh, from your peers now, um, when it comes to people that feel like, man, I went through the trenches and I didn't have a mom, I didn't have a dad. Like, how does, how do you work those relationships? Um... I wouldn't say that I feel a disconnect. I think that we all have our stories and our journeys and mine is mine and everyone else's is, is theirs. I don't, I, I know that I'm extremely blessed to have had the support. And I do say a lot, like, I don't know how people, especially in entertainment, just because that's the perspective that I have. I don't know how people pursue this without the support. Without it, yeah. Um, Cause it's, it can be tough even with family. Uh, so I know that that I'm very blessed in that area, and I thank God for that. But I wouldn't say that I feel disconnected right. um, from people because I love to hear people's stories. I love to understand perspectives and where people come from. So um, I'm just happy to you know learn about other people and and how they get through things. And I love that you mentioned that because it's easy for people to assume, right? That okay, because you had this setup, you didn't have to struggle the way I struggled. But we all go through our own journey. Our right. own fight in spiritual warfare yeah. is real, and it hits yeah. us all. And so, yeah. um, I don't know if you want to talk about this too much, but I do know of from your story, from what I heard, you actually dealt with depression. Like you mm -hmm. went through this season in your life where even maybe suicidal thoughts was a thing at yeah. one point. Um, mm -hmm. So, if you don't mind, can we kind of talk about that for a little bit? Because I do know um, that was something real that you experience, and I really want to help that one person that could be going through 
a similar moment right now. How did you process getting out from that place, that mm-hmm. mental state? Let's talk yeah. about that for a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm very happy to talk about this um, and share my testimony about this because it is by the grace of God that I'm literally alive today. Um, and so I think that what where it kind of started stemming from was uh, my freshman year of college. There was just like everything was just kind of like rocking my world. There are a lot of different things that were going on in my family life and my personal life, learning to navigate, um, you know, what it means to be a young adult, um, you yeah. know, being exposed to things for the first time like in, in college. And um, I just kind of like, I kind of like lost that connection um, to my faith. Uh, not a hundred percent though. I was always kind of like, I was always the person who's like, come on guys, like we should go to church this Sunday. But like I was around people that weren't necessarily like into it. Right. And so I think I just ended up succumbing to a lot of things that I was just exposed to the, for the first time. Like I was never around a lot of stuff. Um, like I, I really didn't, because I was working so much as a kid, I really didn't do a lot of like, going to parties and stuff like in high school like i didn't do any of that. you always like, had that structure set exactly, up yeah yeah so that when i got to college i was just exposed to a lot of different things a lot of different people um from different backgrounds and i lost i lost my way and um i think that when it shaped at its pinnacle uh of like my, my mental health struggles it really was i am now have come to understand it as spiritual warfare and and the enemy really trying to like trick me into um into into um not walking in the purpose that god has for me and so um but i had i i'm a big advocate for therapy plus faith like i believe in medicine plus faith right right because uh, i did a lot of therapy um i did a lot of work for probably like five years i was in like consistent therapy to just like keep myself centered and like figure out what is going on with me i'm struggling to navigate um the world as a young adult i'm struggling to navigate um, uh, the entertainment industry as a young adult now, now my parents aren't here with me. Like, what do I, what am I doing here? Um, and so, yeah, I was struggling with depression, um, anxiety. Um, at one point I was diagnosed with um, bipolar two disorder. So I was on medication for that. Um, and, and really what happened there was I asked my therapist, I said, and, and I'm blessed. She was really holistic. She wasn't just kind of like a medicine pusher. Um, right. and she really, like wanted to focus on like mind, body, spirit, mm-hmm. therapy. And I said to her, I said, well, am I going to have to be on this meditation forever? And she said, well, some people are able to get off of it if they figure out some type of, you know, consistency and routine and um, able to to make sure that they're able to keep themselves kind of centered and other people do stay on it for life. And I was like, hmm, well, if there's an option to get off of this, I want to figure out what that path is. I don't want to have to be dependent on this. And now this is just me. Right? right everybody is different in the way that they manage these things but the medicine really did help me get the clarity that i needed to get back on track with my faith journey right mm. um, to help me stay on the straight and narrow to where i am now and so i was on medicine for about a year um to just kind of keep me keep me stable i keep me you know um um able to like operate at my highest at my highest capacity Right. And, um, after about a year, I just kind of started to wean myself all of it. Now, this is not recommended, but this is what happened to me. And I was seeing like, okay, I didn't have a crazy headache today when I, you know, stopped when I didn't see the t- Like, let me see if I can go another day without it and another day without it. And I was seeing like, oh, like I'm coping, I'm managing well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that really is what I think kind of got me back on this path that I'm on today where like, I haven't, I haven't, I'm like, I'm, I don't, I really feel like I have beat right. the things that I was diagnosed with. I don't struggle with the same things. Um, and I really have found clarity, um, uh, through God in that. Now that's a big deal that you said that you found clarity through God in that, because mm-hmm. the question I'm about to ask you, your therapist asked you, and this was the one that stumped you for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, who are you outside of what you do? Yeah. And so now when I'm asking you this question in 2024, uh-huh. what is your answer? What is your response to that question today? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say today I'm a child of God. I have really surrendered my life and my will to God. And I know that my identity is not in anything that I do. It's not in anything that I've been through, not in anything that I've experienced. Um, It's in who God has created me to be, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I really do focus on, like I'm on a journey right now reading the Bible in a year. So I follow like a 52 week guide of like, um, you know, I'm reading the Bible every day and I'm really, I'm, I'm really learning so much about myself through that process as well. And the way that like, not only the way that God created me, but God's nature of himself, right. And how, if we're created in his image, um, how we're supposed to kind of operate as his children. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to answer that question, I would just say, I'm a child of God. I'm on this journey. Um, I'm a, you know, human having a spiritual experience and, um, you know, I, I'm grateful that I, I've come to that as my piece and not trying to figure out like w- the work that I do or what I contribute to society is like, no, like I'm here, like on a, on a mission that God has set me on. So right. that has to be my focus. You know, um, one of the most powerful things about knowing your identity in Christ is that we no longer look to other things to form our identity. Yeah. And what that means is like a safe friend, for an example, if someone would have asked you that question years ago, like uh-huh. your therapist did, you would have still been trying to figure out a way to connect it to the music. Exactly. But now when you're connected to the heart of God, you start to realize that I'm here on purpose for a purpose. Yeah. That I'm literally the salt of the earth. And then I'm here to really be an ambassador for Christ. That Mm -hmm. is my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so identifying your purpose in Christ, nobody can take that away from you. No depression, right. no anxiety, no struggle or stress can take your identity away because even if the world hates you, you remember it hated him first. Right. Like you're yeah. sound in your identity yeah. and you can walk with that confidence and be bold as a lion uh, yeah. because you know who you are in your faith. And I yeah. think it's important that people recognize that because so many people struggle with depression and anxiety because they're still trying to find themselves. Yeah. And you just got to rely on God. Like, just Definitely. put your faith in him to help you through that process. Definitely. For you, what was your prayer life like um, when you were going through the toughest times in mm-hmm. your life? Yeah. Um. So, so like I said, like, I had that foundation, right? Like, I went to church as, as a kid. Um. I did the altar call when I was 14. Um. You know, I, I and I, I wanted to to um stay on that path but i just kind of i kind of lost my way but i always knew um that god was god was there and like let me call on it right Right. um even if i wasn't necessarily sure of how to what it really meant to submit um at that time right and and the power of of 
I think I think I I was at, at that point in my life I was kind of fighting to understand what my power meant, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially coming into like my um, my young womanhood, I was like you know trying to to assert myself. Um, and so even in my prayer life, I wasn't submitting to God in the way that I had learned to. I wasn't coming with with a vulnerable heart, um, with an honest heart you know, um, um, in the way that I have learned is necessary to really be, um, um, operating in the full will of God and what he has for you in your life. And so I would pray, um, but it wasn't consistent. Um, and, um, if I'm honest with myself now, it wasn't always honest at the time. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I think I was praying a lot for, um, a lot for my will over his, right. Mm. And not necessarily understanding that it's like, no, 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 no. And so I've come to I've come to really understand it and appreciate um, what that submission really means. See, that's so that's so real that you just said that, um, and I want people to understand that, like praying for your will over His. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just think about that for a moment. You know, the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom, right? And when you pray for your will over His, you seek your own will first, right? And what you want to do, and then God becomes more like your assistant. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to so many people um, when they have this ambition inside of them and this desire inside of them. But God wants you to desire him in that way. Exactly. And he's going to take care of everything that you need, but he wants you first. He wants your heart as well. And we we really have to understand that God wants us to love him back. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, that's what it all comes down to. And he wants us to be a... um, a cheerful giver with that yeah. love, meaning you're not doing it out of obligation, you're not doing it out of t- duty or tradition. Right. It's like a right. genuine right. relationship with Him. Yeah. Um, for you, I I just kind of feel that at that moment you had a a a mindset change where you started to develop a real relationship with Christ. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your music shifted. Mm-hmm. How did you go from secular? to what we, where we at right now um, in yeah. your walk, especially with these two latest songs. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we get here? Please yeah. touch on that for us. Yeah. Um. So, so like I said, I really, I was done with music. Like I thought that it was something I had to throw away completely. I wasn't even singing in the car. I wasn't like singing to myself. Like I was completely done. Um. Didn't even think about uh, uh, writing for, like I said, like literally two years. Mm. And, um, when I started writing again, it really was just coming from a place of like my conversations with God, like from me to God. I wasn't writing for an audience. Um, I wasn't writing to think about putting it out. It was just kind of like a practice um, to to uh, just be that be obedient to God in the way that I said that He told me to do music, and I wasn't. I was kind of scared. I was. I was reluctant. I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know, right? Um, and so, but I didn't want to. In, in the way that I had been asking him for clarity, he had provided me with that clarity. I heard very loud music, right? Mm. And um, and I didn't know what that meant, but I figured, you know what, let me just start trying to figure out what this means for me, what he needs me to do with this. Right. And um, so I just started writing um, in my house, like just sitting on my couch, like writing for myself. Um, like I said, no plans really to put anything out. And I think that's what is being, that's what's so, um, encouraging about the way that everything is being received because I was just coming from a vulnerable place for like literally me speaking to God 
Um, the first song I ever released in three years was called My Bad, right? right. Really a song about repentance. And it's like, can we just like start over? Are we cool if I just say my bad and we're, you know, we're moving forward in a new way. Right. Um, and so it really just came from that organic, authentic place of like what really was happening in my life. Um, and it's so cool to see so many people relating to it. Um, and it's it's great. It's really exciting, especially given that I wasn't even thinking about releasing it at the time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. Music is so powerful. Um, and I, I 100% know the enemy understands the power and influence behind it. Yeah. Um, and so whenever you're doing it for God, you're using that um, power behind the music to influence people to, to look at Christ. Yeah. And what brings alongside that is retaliation from the enemy uh-huh. through spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it almost escalates it immediately when you're exactly. reaching so many people with your voice. Yeah. Can you share with us maybe an experience that you've had to fight, you know, um, in, w- with spiritual warfare and when it comes to your music recently? Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, uh, this is really, that's a loaded question, right? Because the enemy only comes when he sees you as a threat, right? Right. Um, and so definitely when I first started releasing my bad, um, there were a lot of different attacks in different ways. Actually, um, before I even started releasing the music, I had a health scare, um, where I was like getting dizzy spells and double vision and like all kinds of stuff. And, um, I, and there, and there was a time where um, I was getting like MRIs to figure out what was going on. And um, by the grace of God, it didn't end up being what the, what the doctors were thinking that it was, but it was a time where I was really experiencing a lot of spiritual warfare. Um, and that, and, and I recognized what it was because I was at a place where I was starting to think about putting out music again. I was like, Oh, I know exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a decision to not let that beat me. Right. And to be like, no, I'm going to be obedient to God. If I can let this fear, where I know where it comes from, which is not bad, um, to deter me from doing this and moving forward with this. Um, and also just, you know, I think, uh, uh, the enemy tried to kind of like play with my past and make me feel bad about things that, you know, oh, you know, you're not, you know, who are you to talk about this? And it's like, I'm, I'm the new creation. Like mm. you, like, you can't, you talk can't that talk. on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do this to me. Right. Um, and so there, there's definitely been those kind of those moments where I have to battle it. Um, uh, and, and to this day, right. Where, you know, I'm, there's some people who misunderstand, um, the perspective that I'm coming from with the music. Uh, but I just know who, who, who set me, who I am in communion with every single day to make sure that I'm living according to what he needs from me. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's just been a big part of actually building my faith. Uh, whenever I'm feeling those attacks, because like, Oh, we're on the right track. Like we're going to keep going. Right. That's so powerful. Well, look, it's been a pleasure having you up here on this podcast today. Um, Before we go, I just want you to share with people maybe any words of encouragement that they may be struggling with when it comes to depression um, or any advice you can give to a person that's dealing with a similar situation to that right now. Um. First thing I would say is pray about it. Talk to God about where you're at. You already know um come to him with an open heart he is he wants you to he's like he he loves you so much um and really wants you to lean on him and there's so much beyond the moment that you're struggling through right now 
life is worth living, especially when you're doing it for God and through Christ. So, absolutely. Well, looks at any new projects coming up before we go that we should be um, on notice about. Yeah, actually, so I will be dropping Lady P soon. Um, your will just dropped last Friday. Yeah. Um, and go stream that everywhere. The EP's coming soon. Super fine. Thank you so much for having me. It was an awesome, awesome conversation with you. I really did enjoy it. I hope people got a lot out of it. Thank y'all so much for tapping into another episode of King Legend Talk. Thank you.